Hey guys, it's been a while, right? But good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you are in the world. This is Nisha B, and welcome to the 212, a place for unsolicited advice and opinions. So today, I'm taking you guys on a wild ride. It's been a while since I've spoken to you guys, and it's been a long time since you've heard someone 212 with me. And I want to issue a trigger warning before I even start. There are a couple topics that we touch in this conversation that may trigger some of my listeners, and I apologize for that now. Um, I want to explain my reasoning for having this episode, and the long and short of it is that it's necessary to hear. Although it's painful or although it may seem ignorant or it may seem like this is a terrible reference point or it's a terrible conversation to have, understanding that there are people outside of our social circle or our friend group or our associates that feel this way is important. Understanding that there are people who have these thoughts and feelings and you'll never hear it from them is important. So I respect my guest for coming on and being vulnerable enough to say the things that he said, even though I don't agree with most of the things he said. I appreciate him being there because I can respect things being said so that I can be able to give my objective opinion to them rather than knowing that I have friends and associates that will never say this to me but feel this way. Um, we touched on topics um, that women deal with. We touched on topics that men deal with. And I can't say that everything he said I disagree with. However, things can be tweaked and could be worded differently. I can agree to that. But tune in and see for yourself what conversations you can have after this with the people in your life. You have a problem with women? I have a problem. I love women. I have a problem with women not taking accountability. I said the rules, like imaginary things, like, oh, you're, you're, you're a year younger than me, so I can't speak to you type of weirdness. That's weird? Yeah. Because they say the vibe and the conversation is just different. And that's weird to me. Especially if you never linked with the person before. That's weird to me. Weird. That says a lot about you. You're narrow-minded. No, it doesn't. They don't have standards for themselves. How's that? A year younger? So because you're not I, that, the age that they want them to be. How, how's how's stand? That's not standards. That's yes, you, it is. you're closing your, your your options off. So why do I need more options? Why are you telling me how, who should be in my dating pool? All right. So don't be crying about men. This the type of dudes you going for, and this is the this is the options you live you leave for yourself. Because. Because of what? You're younger and you're upset because I'm, she doesn't want you. It don't make sense. It's not about me. Cause it I'm, does make I'm, a lot of sense. If I, she doesn't want somebody I'm, who's younger than her, then that makes sense. So don't cry about what's, what's offered, what's left, what's left over. What do you mean what's left over? You think the only people who are available and good are the people who are younger than her? There's a lot of decent young men out there. Yeah, and there are also people who would be 
her age that and older that she would like. Yeah, yeah this it's it's fifty fifty. But it's not really fifty fifty. The numbers are actually better that somebody would be older. How? Because you know Establish? People, because you normally know people of your age and older. You don't really know people who are younger than you, other than your social circles. So the percentage that she would know somebody who was older than her but, or her age would be higher than somebody who she would date but, somebody younger. But age really doesn't determine anything, though. You don't know that. How I don't know that? It's just, it's, you don't know that. I mean, to her, it may make a difference. Like, okay. for me, I don't really date younger than me. I don't date guys younger than me, for the most part. Okay. So even if he's everything you want in a, in a man, he's just two years, and he got his own, he's, he's situated, he's... Who's focused at his younger, his younger age, his younger twenty? And if that's not what I want, then no. You say that now. It's it's always no. It's always when it's convenient, but when it's when not it's, really. I mean, right now I'm talking to somebody who's younger than me, but it's not by that many months. But you know, you just said you don't do that, but then you just I said, said by that many months, like it's not that much longer. But it, I don't wouldn't date somebody who's like three years younger than me, or but that's my preference. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So as long as you're open. I'm not really open to that. You say that. You say that. You never know. Sometimes the conversation be so ill, or the vibe be so ill, and then you tell, I forgot that's how old are you? And they tell you, like, what? You dead ass? What you gonna say? You gonna blow? Damn, bro. Yeah, I could. Do do to my rules. Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. Let's see how far. I, I don't really be life. liking. I don't. I mean, what do you mean? Let's see how far that gets me. In I life. mean, in the love, in the love, if in the, I in have, the love lane, in the love if lane. I have a selection process or preferences, process. Okay. that's my business. That's not gonna slow me down any. I just want. It's it just. I feel like when you do things like that, certain things you just can't. So somebody do. should accept anything. No, I did not say that. What I'm saying is, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna, if if you're gonna narrow your 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 your. Narrow, narrow down your, your, your what you want. You can't complain about oh niggas ain't this niggas ain't that. This yes, is you. Can. No, you can't. Yes, you Because at the end of the day, you pick that nigga. That doesn't mean that you the get a group is less of, of that. Yeah, but you pick that man though. So therefore, you that have a poor judgment character. No, that doesn't yes, mean do. that. You pick the man. You pick the man. No, it doesn't. You pick the man. It doesn't mean that you, you pick the man because poor judgment of character. People have shown themselves to be different people after a certain amount of time, which has no really regard to you because people are genuinely evil people who will just like play a whole role and say that this is who they are for a certain amount of time I'm and then pretty sure they you change spoken, completely different. I'm pretty sure you were speaking to multiple dudes and there was one dude that was really nice. He's he just really nice but you know what? He's just not your type. Whatever that means. Would you speak somebody that's similar built at least at least look wise, look department. Personality, I don't know. But he's not as nice as the other dude. And you know the other dude is, is there for you. But you gonna go for the other dude that you like, uh, I don't know. I, I like what I like. Yeah. You can't be I don't give a fuck about how nobody feel when I dub them because of based on what I like. I don't give a fuck. And I don't want no loser ass nigga who I didn't pick to say, <laughs> oh, that's why you're not gonna get nobody because that's some suck ass shit to be like, you're not gonna get nobody just because <laughs> I don't fill your compartment or I don't fit your checklist like that's some sucker shit to say and i would even clown a nigga for even saying that to me like oh you're not gonna get no niggas or you're not gonna get married or you're gonna be single forever just because i don't like you like you're a suck ass nigga for that yeah i'm just saying you just certain women when you when you when you narrow down your, your, your shit you can't that's cry. not player at all you can't cry you can't cry you gotta accept. why are you worried about somebody crying just because their standard doesn't fit like if if my standard doesn't fit you you can't then say to me 
oh, you can't cry if you got an ancient nigga because you ain't picking me. Like, you sound like a sucker. No, no, I'm not talking about for me. Who gives a fuck? And then I also want to make a point of why do men always make it seem like being single is the worst thing in the world? Like, oh, you're going to end up single and you're going to be single forever. Like, I give a fuck. You think this is a threat to me? Like, I give a fuck. I mean, maybe for you, but there's female that's out there that's like... So who cares? That's for you. If they're going to be single forever. That's for you. So what? If that's for you, that's you. But it's no, female that's I'm out saying, there. No, lot, I'm not saying if it's for me or if it's not for me. What I'm saying is I think it's corny as fuck that niggas are using singleness as a, a downfall or a bad trait. Like, oh, you're going to be single forever. That's Why? a lot of chicks. A lot of chicks are threatened by it. A lot of chicks will settle. I don't give a fuck if they'll, I'm single or if I'm not. They'll settle because they're afraid of being single or whatever. Though. They're pressured yeah, by and their men, parents and or friends. And men use friends. that opportunity to make it seem like a threat. Like we're in we're in trouble if we're gonna be single like yeah. oh you're gonna be the cat lady y'all oh, the one that be, be crying forever. about the single shit so y'all cry about single shit too do we really all right so i had to come back after that clip because um i don't know about you guys but to me it sounded like that motherfucker was projecting it sounded like a bitch did this to him last week that's what it sounded like but even to disregard that, I felt like oftentimes men weaponize women being single as if it's a problem. And I understand why they use that type of manipulation because there are women who are afraid of being single. I'm not one of those women. Um, I don't see my life based on the relationships that I fostered intimately. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I do value my friendships. I value my relationships. I value my guy friends. I value my mentors. However, that doesn't define my happiness. Only I define my happiness. And I cannot say that by weaponizing my singleness that changes my standards or that changes my preferences. However I feel is how I feel. What I think that I deserve is exactly what I deserve. And I've seen this type of manipulation more than once, more than five times, more than 50 times. Men do this often. And it's solely based off the fact that they know that there are women who can't imagine their lives outside of being mothers, outside of being girlfriends, outside of being fiancés, outside of being a fuck buddy, just to say that they have someone, to say that they own something. And I pride myself in not, in not seeing my relationships as a sense of ownership. The person came, the person can go. That's just how it goes. It's built on connection. And once we value our connections by who we're with, it becomes a problem. I don't see a problem in being the Tracy Ellis Ross at 50. I don't see a problem in that. If I can date and be happy, that's fine for me. I'm good with that. And I don't feel like women need to be weaponized. I don't feel like singleness needs to be weaponized towards women. I feel like it's weak. And like I said, it's some sucker shit. It's not player-like. So you to tell me that I don't deserve what I want because it's not you? Pitiful. 
pitiful. And I'm so surprised that I kept my cool with this because I felt like he came to the 212 with that anger. Like, like it happened to him. So I want the ladies listening to this to be aware of these red flags and these signs where people are pushing you in a corner to accept whatever version of themselves they're willing to give. No. Take exactly what you want and know exactly what you deserve. There's no shortcuts. None of that. So tune in for the rest of this so we can hear the rest of the outlandish things this guy is saying. We I feel that? like you don't know enough women personally. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can say that then. Like, like personally. We can say that. I don't know enough women or I don't know enough person. I know enough women. Are you right? No, no, say- no, no. I'm saying I don't think you know these women personally. Right. Like, you know them in depth. Like you don't, I don't think you're you know enough women. You don't have enough platonic relationships with women to have conversations like this. Like to say, oh, this is what women are like. This is what's going on, and you don't know enough. You just know women at the surface level because you're dating them. Okay. You don't really know them. Okay, if you say so. I mean, it's apparently a conversation. I mean, I guess if you say so, and you know men. I wouldn't say I know all men, but I know a lot of men because I'm present in a lot of conversations with. A lot of men. But do you know men? I know a lot about them. I wouldn't uh-huh. say I know men because uh-huh. I'm a woman. Uh-huh. But I do know a lot about them. And I receive a lot of information from them and, you know, process right. it in the right way. There's sometimes there's I, men that just talk also, just to talk the same way as females. But I also feel talk. like um, I might be a little rarity. I have a, I have a, convers- I have a relationship with men that other women don't normally have. That mm-hmm. other women don't normally have. So I get different kinds of conversations with with these guys so like whereas uncomfortable conversations uh vulnerable conversations so it's a little different it's a little different for me at least Mm -hmm. i think i make most of my male friends feel comfortable enough to say some things so but i know a lot of women don't have that access to guys so they don't know on a real standpoint of what guys know i mean is it they don't have access or they just don't ask questions or they don't care some to women, ask. Some women don't have access. You know what I'm saying? Some women don't have access to like real niggas to have real nigga conversations. You you don't think you wonder why? Um, so for some women, I think that women are so sexualized sometimes that they aren't seen in any other light. You don't think the women have don't play a part in that? I'm not saying that they don't play a part in that, but that's also to say that if I were to say something, a statement like that, that's too blanket of a statement to, for me. Okay, so for me to say that women are getting sexualized because of their own fault would be the same thing as me saying somebody can get raped because of what they wore. You get what I'm saying? So I can't really say women are at fault for the sexualization of themselves. Men should not be over-sexualizing them, period. I don't know if you could compare the two with the rape. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, because it's, it's victim blaming. It's the same thing. So you, okay, granted, there's a woman that's you know regular. So if a woman walked, so this is this females. I, I, there was a point in life, not saying this is a niggas are supposed to do, because you're crazy. You got to control your sex, yeah, 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 your lust or whatever. It was a point in time, bitches was outside, literally a see-through shirt. Granted, a female could walk outside butt naked, or you, or you, you could look at you. You have your eyes to see whatever you. You're not supposed to touch. Granted, I understand that. That's her personal space, her personal body. If she chooses to do that, 
I showing you, but there's crazy men in the world, crazy people that's gonna act on they 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 they, they craziness. You can't put no type of fault on a, on a, on a, on a woman butt naked in the street. So you feel like because- I didn't feel. I don't say. I said I, when you when you're showing butt naked and there's people that's crazy. You know there's people's crazy. So it seems like you're it's victim like, blaming. So if something happens to someone who is dressed inappropriately to your standards, then they are deserving of that because they were dressed inappropriately. It's the same way if a nigga then he. AP bust out AP and he goes somewhere that he's not supposed to go. Niggas is gonna rob him. And that's not that, that, that not just and he knows this is somewhere he's not supposed to go. Um that's not the same. Mainly How is not? Mainly because you're exchange you're comparing a property item of value to someone's body and autonomy of their body. So we can't use that as the same thing. You're putting as- yourself at risk for anything that can happen. No, this is my person. This is my body. You're not respecting my And then that material body. item, you could you cannot come home from that. Same way you, you cannot come home from that. No, that's not the same. That's how I see a level. So I guess we're going to degree to disagree. That's how I see it. Yeah, that's not the same. But um, all in all, you're still victim blaming. And that still takes away from the person who's actually doing the harm and blaming the victim. No, nothing is crazy too. They, uh, the situation is crazy, but I'm saying... You're not gonna take accountability for that. Something. If I decided to walk outside on Linden Boulevard butt naked, I would. And I say I will tell you, you're fucking bugging, my nigga. Get jazzed in the fuck out. If I chose to do that, that's my human right to do so. If somebody feels like they need to molest me or sexually assault me just because I'm naked, that is their issue. It's 100. percent Yeah, you're right. But I'm you, just, I'm you, just letting you but know. You're not that you t- cannot blame the victim. At all, zero percent. You're gonna. Cannot blame the victim for what the abuser is doing. You can't. You can't. So you can't blame. So a woman is in an abusive relationship, and then you can't be on her. So you, you can't blame her to leave. No, you can't. How can you not blame? Why her? are you not blaming the abuser? He's wrong. That's blatant wrong. There's nothing to talk about. You're you're, you're a dog nigga. So but if you have the option to leave, why are so you not leaving? If you found the person to blame, then why are you still blaming the victim? Why are you staying? It's deeper than that for um, domestic violence abuse people. Okay. You, so you, everybody have a choice in life. You have an option. So you, you don't tr- feel like this is a sensitive topic? Uh, nah, nah, nah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. These are things that be, I was like, yo, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why you don't leave? That situation, why you don't leave? You, you don't want to give no accountability, but it's whatever. It's whatever. Go ahead. Let's go. It's whatever. It's a sensitive topic. This is your episode. So this is I your shit. I just think that... Um, Things like that, um, victim blaming or domestic violence or rape or sexual assault are things that are so sensitive that they should be spoken about formally and it shouldn't be jovial. And I don't think that's something to laugh about in any capacity. So I don't really, you know, Okay. Okay, so this is where the convo kind of gets intense. Um I have two points. This conversation reminded me the importance of having friendships 
of opposite genders. The compassion that I've built for Black men is solely for my relationships with Black men, not solely off their, off their appearance or what they can provide for me, but me actually knowing them through and through, being able to have these vulnerable conversations, to hear these I feel statements, to know how they actually move when they feel hurt or how they actually move when they're happy or just to observe the type of people they are on a day-to-day basis. And I feel like the lack of that can groom insensitivity because you don't know how women feel day to day because you don't know the I feel, you don't know the vulnerability. It allows you to create your own thought process. It allows you to think based on your line of thinking, how women should react. And it bothers me to my core that a man can have this opinion towards women, especially women in domestic violence situations. I battled myself so much in not screaming and keeping my cool and understanding my guest rather than fighting with him or belittling him. Um, even though I do, I do lose my cool a little bit and I catch myself, me realizing that he didn't have those resources that I spoke about. He didn't even have those resources to be able to say, oh, I know a girl named Tanisha and Tanisha feels this way about that. Or I also speak to a girl named Toya and Toya feels this way about that. Just rounding up that information and knowing what women deal with on a day-to-day, you wouldn't make remarks like that. And that's what made me realize that he needed to see women past the surface level. He needed to see women not as objects, but as human beings. Um, He referenced um, a man losing his Rolex watch in the wrong neighborhood as the same way as a woman being sexually assaulted for how she dressed because she should know not to be dressed like that. And that kind of rhetoric scares me because not only are you victim blaming, you're taking the blame off of the person who's really at fault. And when you have conversations with women, especially black women, you get the standpoint where you can actually you know, um, you can take it for your own and say, okay, this is how I feel based on what she said. I can be sensitive or I can be humane at least. But once you're lacking that, all you got is the TV and social media to tell you how women feel. And is that really accurate? I didn't think so. But my issue with that is not even that you said that, it's just the overall sense of men not being sensitive enough to understand that. Like, like, for you to even feel like domestic violence is something as trivial as for you to say that, oh, why doesn't the person just leave? For you to think that it's just so minute and so careless that she's just in one place 
and for you to think that it's just so silly and so dumb for women to stay there like for you not to even assume the options that she has you know that's just shows to the lack of sensitivity from men to women i mean I've 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 known somebody that had options. They have a whole family, never got beat by their father. But that's father. That's not the issue. The issue. What's the issue? The issue with people who are in domestic violence situations is the the loss of security. You feel like the person that you're with, which is normally an abuser, is your secure space. Feel that's man. You going by emotions? Where's the logic in that? You could just leave. It's not about, especially if you have a home. You're not homeless. It's not. You about have family. You're close with family members. It's not about. That. And you know, you you know what's what's happening to you. It's not. You're not right. It's not right. And you're not happy. But yet you stay. So you think people who are in domestic violence relationships are stupid? Yeah, I mean, I say they they like something. They like something. I'm not gonna call people stupid, but you like you, if you have the foundation at home. You're close with your, your peoples. That's a very ignorant standpoint. Yo, listen. Oh, I let it be ignorant. You could just leave. You shouldn't be okay with having that kind of. You could just you could just leave. If you're not happy in your situation, would you just leave? You spoke about this many times. At least to me, you you left. Everyone's not the same, and everyone doesn't have the same opportunity, and everyone doesn't have the same computational power. Not everyone has the same commitment not everybody has the same you know everyone isn't born with the same set of skills that I am that I have and I'm appreciative of what I've learned and what I've experienced with you know speaking and talking to other men and how my father has taught me but everyone doesn't have the same experience everyone doesn't have the same resources so I can to be honest it's not my place to have sympathy for people bro in certain situations my nigga I'm gonna keep it a buck that made made me sound it's not because I've been in some dark times in my life and there was nobody there for me. And that's just where life is. You, you, you could be at the so, bottom of the barrel in life. People, there's, there's people that just that just don't, don't care. So you feel like you don't need to be empathetic to humanity I, I, because people humanity? have done you wrong? Humanity? Yeah, because you're saying that you don't have to be sympathetic. And that's not my job. That's not my job to worry about that. That's not my job to worry about that. It's really sad. I mean, if you say that, okay. That's not my job. I care for who I care for, but it's not my job to look for shit or, or find out shit or dig or trying to help when you're not trying to help yourself. If I see something and if I know the person, I'll speak. But if I see you're going to continue doing what you got to do, all right, I'm just not going to continue talking to you. It's just what it is. I'm not going to put my energy out there helping you and you don't want to help yourself. No, that is a fool's game. No. If you're going to look at me crazy for that, you're going to think of me crazy. You're the You're the crazy one. I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but I started to get very upset. And um, I had to channel my inner Brenda Blackman or something and say, listen, girl, this is your interview. You're going to ask these questions and you want to respond. And that's what it became to me, because in my head, I realized that this has become not only a therapy session for him, but it also let me come to the realization that At this point, there are hundreds of men who feel this way from the outside looking in, not even considering the manipulation that this person has been going through or suffering through, rather, not considering the abuse 
not considering um, this may be the only home this person has, not considering the embarrassment it may be to tell someone else, to share, to be vulnerable about something so humiliating that the person that you love is tearing you down day by day, mentally and physically, emotionally, scarring you every single day. And to think that this is something so trivial, something so minute that she should just get up and go. So many people have ties to their abusers, whether it be children, whether it be money, whether it be where they live, their place of residence, whether it be uh, uh, friendships that they've mutually gained between each other. There are so many things, so many reasons why it's hard to break away from your abuser. And it hurt me that he couldn't see that or to even take the time to say, what are the limited, what, what are the limited options that this person may have? Because it's, it's, it's only sad to me because this is not only happening to women. This happens to everyone. What stereotype do you completely live up to? I don't know what stereotype I live up to. I don't know what do you, what stereotype you think I live up to. Emotionless black man. Emotionless? Mm-hmm. I feel like black men are seen as emotionless. Emotionless. And I feel like you're portraying that image. think so i mean i'm very I'm, that I'm, wasn't up for a debate that was my opinion of what your stereotype is okay i guess you're entitled to your to your opinion mm-hmm. i think my stereotype would probably be like um the and i think it's funny because i've only been approached with this topic um recently like people have only been able to say this to me recently that i'm so smart that i come off condescending even when i'm not trying to like i was having a conversation with someone the other day and um they asked me something that they could have easily googled Mm -hmm. so for me i just stopped answering because i'm not going to tell you to google something i'm just not going to answer it for myself and wait till you google it that's just how I handle it because if I'm going to answer the question for you, I'm going to have to Google it. So I'm just waiting for you to do it. So the person hit me back up like, oh, I asked you a question. I'm like, yeah, but you could have you Googled it. And they told me that because because I know I'm intelligent, I come off as pompous. Like, so I come off as like this bougie black girl who thinks she's smarter than everybody. So that's my stereotype. You know what I'm saying? You know how black women may come I, off aggressive? I, I didn't I didn't take it as I think I thought it was like, you know, you gotta waste your time and answer. You thought it was so stupid, like you could just Google it. So I'm not gonna waste my time and type it out. Yeah, but somebody else might take that a different way. Like, oh, you could have just told me we're having a conversation. Why don't you just tell me? It's like Or you could just look it up. I don't feel no way about that, but some people do. I mean, that's 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 a that's that's their that's their problem. Have nothing to do with you. It goes back to what I was just saying. It's, it's not your job to be sympathetic to people. Okay, bro. 
What is your worst habit? Mm. Mm. I can honestly say no cap. Um, I guess drinking too much. Not gonna lie. You have bad nights when you drink. There's a couple. There's a couple recorded nights of me um, acting crazy. How does that make you feel when you wake up? At first, it, it, I didn't care. It was crazy. I was on a, I was, I was out with a friend. And she and uh, this friend brought it up. And I'm like, at first, at that time, I didn't care. But now that I, you know, I'm conscious, I'm aware, or whatever. And at that space of time, I was going through something, and nobody knew. So. Now, so when I see them, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to see them. Sometimes, you know, I, I drink a bit too much and I turn up, party, whatever, and then I'm like, damn, like, you know, I don't like seeing that shit. Like, so I, like if somebody was to record it, I'd not. You don't want to see it? Pretty much. I just let it fade out at 24 hours and just. Has that ever been a problem in your relationships or while you're dating? No, it's not. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know because at the time I was single. But like I said, when I was out with my friend, mm-hmm. his friend was telling me, she was telling me, like I used to see that shit and then be like, oh my God, like whose man is this? Like, and mind you, I used to I used to deal with her. So she so she like, yo. She was a bad one too. Yeah, like damn, I fuck this nigga and he's acting crazy, drunk and shit. <laughs> I'm telling like, yo, I think it was going through some shit in life. You feel me? Like that's why I said, like, revert back to what I said. Like, no, it's nobody's job to be sympathetic for you it's just like a nigga would, one of our friends could commit suicide tomorrow would somebody would say damn he was going through something I should have checked them on this is probably true but you're also responsible for your life if they're not making it known and they're making themselves distant you feel me now, this is coming from a nigga that lost somebody so of course we all know that it's nobody's fault that you're going through what you're going through I think I think the whole point of compassion is that because we feel for other people it's reciprocated and it creates a balance in the world right when we care for people and other people care for us it creates a a balance where we can all be harmonious Mm -hmm. that's what we all want essentially but we know that we don't have to do it and just us doing it is what makes Compassion. Mm-hmm. I'm you not saying, saying? Hey, I'm gonna ignore it. If I see something, I'll you know I try to give my word out, but I'm not gonna kill myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna kill myself because I've been through this shit. Nobody came checked up on me. Granted, it's not to people's gonna say it's not you're not supposed to look at it like that, but you know what? Nobody checked up on me. Boy. Nobody checked up on me. And you remember shit like that. When you're at your low, you see who's really in your corner. Um, I, I, I sometimes have trouble with that statement, and I feel like it's problematic because you shouldn't all only notice who's in your corner when times are dark. I feel like it's also important to realize who has stayed in your corner. You get what I'm saying? So sometimes I feel like um, when you say... Have you, you know, had a dark time in your life? Well, yeah, I have. 
and the people that's in your corner. But you, but you, your face. But you can't you can't punish the people. See. You can't punish the people who aren't around or who aren't, you know, because everyone is going through their own process in life. And, and, so you can't you can't hold them. Oh, I hate you as a friend no, because no, you see, weren't there for me. No, no, because everyone's going through that's their how, own situation. That's how you would build animosity towards somebody if you was to think like that. From to me, an individual that think like that, you 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 looking for somebody to blame, but you're not even trying to fix yourself. You you making excuses. I could have went that route, but that's when I came to the conclusion, like, yo, okay, that's not your job to what you call it, to check up on me, you feel me? That's not your job or whatever, you feel me? Whatever the case, I'm not. Okay, so we've all been through some traumatic times, and if by chance we haven't, we're all experiencing coronavirus together. And... I'd be a fool to say that someone who didn't check on me last week while I was going through something is less of my friend because they didn't check on me that day. That would be so selfish and so insensitive for me to feel so entitled that I deserve every minute of my friends just because I'm going through something. As an adult, we have to be able to be in those moments of darkness by ourselves sometimes and understand that there's light at the end of the tunnel and that would be it. There's no reason to categorize your friendships by what they've done. And I think it's important to remember that in all situations that in this instance, no one owes you anything. No one owes you anything. And I'm not saying that in the sense of being insensitive, but you cannot be entitled enough to feel like every second of your friend's day or your counterpart's day belongs to you. You have to get through the fight yourself as well. You are on your podcast. You can direct your conversation on how you're having your conversation, okay, so but right, on my podcast right now, we're talking about how men are sensitive towards black women or the lack thereof of sensitivity. I mean, I can't say that I, I'm not going to use the word deserve, but you know, you know, I understand where you're coming from all, but it's just not, it's just not going to play out like that. Why wouldn't it? Because after me, for me, coming from a man is what a female bring out of me is what I, is what she do based on her actions it makes me want to do these type of things or when you act a certain way. So you can only act a certain way based on if you're in a relationship with... It don't even have to be in a relationship. We could just be dating or we could just be talking. Like you can't... That's just for me. I can't speak for all dudes. I just feel like um, across the races, it's absolutely different with how the men treat their women. I feel like for the most part... How do you know? I think for the most part, the patriarchal society trumps it all because men rule over in every society. However, um, 
for instance, if a white woman is in distress on the street, something's happening, she's hooting and hollering, any man on that street will, any white man on that street will definitely come to her rescue as to what's going on, how can I help, I'll call the police. On the same token, if a black man saw a black woman in distress, she's arguing, hooting and hollering, screaming on the street, a black man, nine out of 10, will mind his business if wrong. he doesn't know her. Wrong. If he doesn't, 100,000% wrong. You just said you didn't care. 100,000% wrong. You just 100, said you didn't care. 100,000% wrong. About what? Of a bitch getting beat up or something? You, she, going, she going through whatever she you going? You just said you did not care. You said you don't have to care about what's going on. You don't have people. to care. You don't. You don't. That doesn't mean I don't care. So that doesn't mean I'm 100,000% wrong. You told me you're 100,000 percent wrong because I could. There's times I'm pretty sure you you could ask other men this. I've literally seen women get beat in the street. And you stop your car? I try to stop. I hit the nigga. The bitch try to fight me. This is facts. You could ask. I'm pretty sure you could ask niggas this. Other nigga, other black men could tell you this. So every time you see a woman, you try to help. Two times. Two times. Two times, the both bitches turn it back on. To like, don't hit my nigga. Try to fight me. So you don't do that anymore. I never seen it again. I never seen it. I never seen it to get that point. But if they arguing, so they arguing. If they arguing, they arguing. I'm out my business. But niggas, that's not true. There's niggas that's gonna stop that shit. If they're gonna see a chick get her life threatened. Men is gonna stop that shit. Black men will stop that shit. Because I, I, I've done it, I've and I know other a niggas. Lot of men. Most of the men, I've even polled it before. And most men said that they would mind their business. If they don't know that. That's, that every, person, that's every black man in the world that polled it. That, that's, that no, answer. but you use polls to you, to make a target audience. Mm-hmm. And then you make a sample. And then you can base that off of percentages, yes. So if I polled 100 people, I mean, it's, I, I mean, still I, use the same percentages. I mean, I, I can't deny, I, I, I don't believe that. Because it's different when you're just chatting. You see this shit. It's different when chat when you see this shit. It's way it's two different things. I seen it after the club. I, and I said to myself, you know, I'm gonna mind my business. So I, mean, I feel like black women don't have the opportunity to say I'm gonna mind my business. I feel like we're always in the position where we know that if we don't help. It's going to be an issue. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like black women are forced to feel like they must be on the front line of every battle. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I have to be at the protest. Oh, I have to call these numbers. Oh, I have to make sure that he's um, good in jail. I have to make sure that he's lawyered up. I have to make sure. The the jail, that's, that's, I can't. That's, that's on them. That's it. That's on them. That's that's females. Because they say niggas. But bitch could do in a bed two, three years. He, he gone. It don't make sense. That's female. That, so that's if your bitch is doing a bed for two years, you leaving her? If my bitch is not, I'm not doing no type of female in that type of life. So it's, it's so that's that's not something I can answer. If I'm fucking with a bitch, the bitch, yo, I don't. My chick, I'm dealing with, not dealing with that. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't, I'm not gonna deal with no type of woman that's in that type of life. So I don't know how to answer that. I never understood that with females. Cause almost nine out of like eight, I'm gonna say seven percent, seven out of ten, nigga come home, you done with other bitches. Now you now you stress. 
you just holding him down or you you, you saying that that sob story you made that decision I'm not jacking it. No, I'm, I'm full side for no women that deal with that. No. Mm-mm. That's on you. That's on you. So this is an un, this isn't an uncommon situation. Um, like I said, I've pulled this um, question before basically asking men um, if they saw a black woman in distress on the street or in a public area, would they help them? And the majority of people that I asked in the poll and, you know, in day-to-day conversation would tell me, no, if it's not somebody in my proximity, an aunt, a sister, mom, cousin, wife, there's no real reason for me to help out. And even in this situation, Mike said, oh, I've I've tried doing it before and women have gotten defensive about me trying to break it up because they still love their nigga. And that brings me back to the domestic violence conversation where women have been manipulated so much that in these relationships, they're still very much so in love with their abuser. Nothing changes. Even in an argument, that may be seen as a a conversation of passion to both parties. So that's not something that we can say, oh, uh, I'm just not going to do it because women are going to stop me because no, 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 you just go for the greater good. And just like I said, women don't have that option to say, oh, I'm just going to stay out of it. We get judged because naturally we're the nurturers, naturally we're the healers, naturally we, we protect our husbands and our sons. Right. So we're the ones making those phone calls. We're on the front lines to make sure that Black Lives Matter is being represented because the lives of our sons are being taken. Not only are the lives of our sons being taken, our daughters are being kidnapped. This is something that Black women are part of the movement, keeping it alive every single day. And to hear that a man would just not care or not do anything to help someone in distress is worrisome. But at the same time, it can be understood because the consequences that could happen to a black man by just simply breaking up a fight, it could end in death. It could end in being arrested. It could end in being physically harmed or shot or stabbed or whatever by the person who was initially abusing the woman. It does come with its tricks and turns, but I would like to think that men are actually trying to help are actually trying to de-escalate situations where they feel like their counterparts are unsafe. I would like to be in a world where I feel like I can depend on a Black man to help me with my bags across the street, to help break up a fight between me and and someone else. I'd like to think that I was safe in America like that, but I honestly just don't see it often enough. Have you been to any protests? No. You plan on going? Mm-mm. Why? I don't see... I don't see how that's gonna make change. Like, I see things happening, but it's not the things that that's, that's really needed. What do you think we really need? Build the economics. The economics gotta be strong. Now, now what they see, I see funding with the, you know, the education and shit like that on 
about taxes, uh, businesses, and uh, credit and shit like that. I, I don't haven't seen that yet. Now I seen I seen the defunding police and um, street names and shit. And uh, can you admit to not keeping up enough with the news that you should have that you should be? Yeah, I can admit that. I can admit that. I can hundred percent admit that. Did you I vote? don't watch the news. Did I vote? No. 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 So how do you plan to have this economic change if you're not informed about political power? I have power? to start with self. I have to build my economics and then go from there. Yeah, that's how I feel. That's the energy I could put towards me and build myself. Do you myself. think the influence of political power and voting the right people in has a lot to do with the economics of your town or your city? They probably yeah they do they do so um, why didn't you take the time to be informed about who was going to be running your town in your city i never bothered a chance to look it up to be honest with you it wasn't important i mean I, again i i never thought of it to again i'm all i'm for self so so you're against a protest I'm not against the protest. Shout out! To, no, I'm just no, not. Uh, I'm, personally, I'm just not one of them niggas. Yeah. Is not going to do the yeah. protest. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. And that's what I'm, I'm for saying. it so, though, so but I'm not going to so, do it though. But you are personally. Not. I'm not against it. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, that's what I mean by against it. You're I, against. No, you're no. not going to do it, so you're against going. No. I'm not saying you're against the protest. I'm saying you're against going to the protest. I'm not going. That's not what I do. I'm not going to protest. No. Okay. So you're against the protest. You're also against voting for the right people to have the economic I don't who to vote for it so it's not voting and I'm not going to look up the time on who to vote for it I'm not going to do that you're not going to take the time to do that no so how do you plan on changing economic I could self I'm going to change my economics and I then, don't really want to I'm sorry to break this down to you but you as one person mean nothing in the grand scheme of economics you can save all your money and put it in a mattress for years and years it don't mean nothing to the economy you get what I'm saying? I'm you just saying how the have... No, I'm like... just I'm just saying if you were to do something by yourself, even if you deposit twenty dollars into a bank, that's you contributing to the economy because interest gathers on that, you can put that in your savings, it's being taxed, it goes to different electoral college uh, the oh, electoral colleges, to different officials, people are using that tax money for different uh, things in your community, your tax dollar is then being counted for. But that, if you're saying you're doing it by yourself, you're building economic growth by yourself, you're not impacting economic growth for the community at all. So you telling me that you're going to do it by yourself and you're starting No, I know, no, no, I'm focused on self. So I mean, with my economics from the knowledge I know from doing real research, proper research, once I have a proven, once I've proven the method, I would I would start teaching people like yo you could do this you could do that this is how I did it. I think you need to read some more about um, things like that so that you can be more informed. Read things about what? You know about how political power can change. But why I'm going to why I'm going to put because you want to into... vote the right people in but so what... that they can give the right ta- your tax money to the right fund foundations foundations and what the foundation is going to do for me how that's going to i'm saying they need to give your tax you want to vote the right people in who are giving your tax dollar to the right things that the right organizations and the right associations that are going to 
power your community. So what are the right organizations? So let's to- say you wanted your tax dollar to go to education. You want to make sure that you're looking for the politicians that are making sure that the schools have books or lights or heat or uh, proper funding for teachers. Or you want to make sure that you're voting those people in because those are the people who care about education. If that's something that you're interested in, then you should make sure that the politicians in your neighborhood or your state or your community is powering those funds to be channeled in. I'm not here to I'm not here to re- to rely on people, especially the system. Not no. it has nothing to do with you relying on people. It has more about you making a direct impact to where your tax dollars are going in your community. Because your tax dollars are going to be taken either way. So whether you your voting is you determining who is using your tax dollars the right way. You understand what I'm saying? I understand, but it's, uh, that's, uh, no, it's always a waste, a waste of time to me. So then you can't say that protesting makes no sense, and then you can't say that voting makes no, no I, sense. I said, pro- I said, I said, I said pro- I'm, I'm not going to protest. I'm all for it. I'm just not going to protest. No voting. I'm. I mean, I'm not going to take the time out to. So it's not important to you. It's, no, it's, it's really not. My mission is important to me. From the, I gotta worry about stuff before I can worry about anybody. Okay, so I want to challenge all of you, all of my friends that are aware of the issues that are going on, aware of um, the miseducation, the false rhetoric, the lies and propaganda that's being spread, I challenge you guys to inform your friends of what you know. Don't be afraid. Don't back down. Show what you know. Base it with fact. Continue to give resources. Continue to give information. Don't give up. Because simple conversations like this can change the path of someone's whole destiny. Just knowing that you can change your community by one simple decision or by helping somebody else learn how to make that decision. I encourage you guys to please keep being that light. Keep helping your friends. Keep trying until you're blue in the face. Until you're blue in the face. I understand that there are some people who will never understand what we're fighting for. I understand that there are people who will never fight the fight with us. And me as a black woman, I feel like I have the responsibility to always teach, to always nurture, to always be the listening ear. And I'm not asking you guys to create a burden for yourself, but I'm asking you guys to help your community step by step, little by little, in each way that you can. If you're not outside on the front line, find another way to protest. Figure out who you can donate to, an organization that you trust. Figure out what, when election time is. Research your, your politicians in your area. Inform your friends about it. Keep the news going. This is the only way that we can be unified as a community. So please, y'all, no matter how hard it gets, and I understand that some battles aren't worth it. Completely understand. But... For as much as you can, the people that you call your friends, teach them. 
Each one teach one. And that's just how I live my life. Continue to keep teaching your friends because we don't want to have a situation where we're all not in the know. We need to figure out how to keep us all together. Is it important for you to, for the women you date to be family oriented? Yeah. That'd be nice, yeah, I can't find. But is it important to you? Like, if she didn't, if she wasn't family oriented, oriented no, is that eternal? A little bit. I like her to be family oriented because I'm, I'm family oriented. That'd be nice. We both have my understanding. Certain things, dynamics and shit. You know, some people don't have that relationship with their family. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, I like that though. That'd be cool. You? Um, for me, it doesn't really matter if um a man is family or oriented with his family, only because I know a lot of men who have who are in who have had horrible situations with their parents. I know some men who you know their parents were on drugs. I know some people who just had a falling out with their parent, mm-hmm. money issues, you know, they were given away, you know, people have a lot of different situations. Mm-hmm. So I can't really say, you know, if you don't have a good relationship with your mom or your dad, that I'm going to say you're a bad person because there are some really good people who have, you know, self rehabilitated and become great people yeah. because of their circumstance. So yeah, started their own ways. Yeah. So Y'all chicks is in heat. Everybody's in heat right now. I don't think everybody's in heat. Well, I'm not in heat. I mean, then I, I mean, I, I didn't say you, but people in heat. You know, so it's like right now, it's kind of fun dating. It's fun. Right, right now. Because everybody trying to fuck. I, I think everybody's on the same type. Of, I don't even think. I think people just, just I don't know, just the vibes to be there. Like I don't know. I don't even know if they're trying to fuck, but it's just right now in this space. Due to what's everything, I don't know. People just like you know why though? People have gotten to sit at home and realize who self was. Yeah. And that's opening them up to being vulnerable with more people. People were like prior to this, people were being so stubborn with their vulnerability. Like, Yo. I'm not about to open up to this bitch because she's gonna uh uh That's a fact. That's so a fact. now people have so much free time and people have so much oh, I could speak to this bitch for three hours. I kinda Yo. like her. Yo. No, and it's a fact. It's true. It's a fact. We needed this time. And I say, yo, mine is the people that lost their lost loved ones and shit. Which is honestly the best time in life right now. Like, yo, finance, you can come up on top. You can find fuck around, fuck around with love. You can find love. Like, yo, it could be a bitch like you ain't never think. Mm-hmm. You ain't never think. Like, yo. All this is a conversation. You have a conversation, you go out and you have a vibe like, you'd be like, wow, I didn't know we had this much in common or, right. wow, you- Because we weren't being vulnerable before. Yeah, you know that. I don't know. What a time. It's, all I can say is what a time to be alive. And that's- We're gonna have a lot of stories for our kids. What a time to be alive. This is it right here. This is, this is God level right here. We're gonna have a lot of stories for them. Okay, so I decided to end the episode on a way calmer note, something that's very relatable to all of us right now. Um, Dating in the quarantine. 
a lot of people are hot in the pants. A lot of people are just fucking. And I just want to reiterate the importance of being vulnerable in all states, in all phases of your life, at all times. Just, just be able to be transparent because it's obvious that it's necessary. We need transparency between each other, between man and woman, so that we can understand each other. We need transparency when we don't know something and we need to learn something else. We need transparency when we're deciding to date and we want to become one with someone else. I feel like the reason why most relationships are failing, friendships and intimate relationships alike, are because of the lack of vulnerability. And I want to encourage all of us to be vulnerable and not to take in the miseducation that is easily given to us, that is easily thrown at us, and try to critically think for greater understanding. Because this conversation could have been completely different had I been oppositional and wanted to argue. But I saw the standpoint in which he stood, and I was able to understand, and I was able to separate the real from the fake and what he was saying. And at the end of it all, I can respect him for actually saying his truth, even if I don't agree with it, because there are so many people who won't give us that much. I apologize for the screeching of the microphones. I had two in the same area and it, it came in every once in a while. So I apologize for that. I know that is irrit irritating. It's like nails to a chalkboard. But if you got this far, I appreciate you for sticking through. Um, feel free to leave a message on Anchor so I can respond to it on the next episode. Uh, you guys have so much more in store for this season. I thank you so much for sticking with me and listening to everything that I have to talk about because it really is just niche being my opinions and unsolicited advice. So I appreciate you guys every single week for coming through and sticking with me. Uh, if you have any questions, if you'd like to be part of the 212, I'm always available from Sunday to Wednesday. All you got to do is carve out 30 minutes out of your schedule and we can make an amazing episode. Thank you so much for being there and for continuing to be here. I truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Um, have an amazing weekend, everyone. Tap in as much as you like. Share it with a friend. Be blessed. Shout out to your edit. I know this thing I go on with you. You know, the <laughs> shit that's not supposed to be in here. Yeah, change your guard. You might have to, you might have to create a lost tape. JD was, I have to make a lost tape. You might have to make a lost, lost tape. Like, this is, you got permission too. Like, so, niggas might look too brazen. <laughs>